to another edition of the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbright. And I'm Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. This is the podcast where we talk about biking just for the fun of it. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, leave with a smile. That's our motto over here. And again, it's just a dreary week in Iowa. Ice-covered roads are probably really not made for for cycling too much. You've been out on your bike on those icy roads at all, Mark? You know, I've I've uh, kind of stayed out. You know, it's not icy over here. I'm over in Corville, of course. Um, you guys got most of the ice and the snow yesterday which forced us to cancel our lobby day at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I've been uh, pretty much hunkered down over here looking at all of our snow melt away. Well, throughout central Iowa, it was basically a hockey rink. And, you know, cars slipping, sliding all over the place. You know, children trying to walk to school before it got canceled. It was, you know, just slipping on mm. sidewalks. So it was, it was a comedy of errors. And, you know, hopefully people just... You know, stayed safe. You know, you don't have to go out. Don't go out. But uh, let that stuff melt away, and then we'll come back for another snowstorm somewhere. And that's why we live in the Midwest. And it's <laughs> probably why we enjoy spring and summer so much, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, makes you appreciate it when you've uh, when you've gone through a winter like this. You're you're looking. You're itching to get out there, and it's time to uh, time to start riding. Yeah. So no matter what the weather was, we still – uh, met with oh all the Ragbright towns last week. We were we we're out sloshing through the snow, and you know just just sat down. The planning process has been going great in these overnight communities. So so far we've named the eight overnight towns. You know Ottawa all the way over to to Davenport, and. Uh, some of them have 40 or 50 people right now that are working behind the scenes to try to wow. get everything ready. So uh, if I can tell you this, just just relax. You know, they don't know all the information yet. You know, some of them are starting to get it figured out who their band is or, you know, what their theme is or, you know, where the campgrounds are going to be. But right now, just just leave them alone. Let them get up and running. You know, there's lots of people that are doing everything in their power to make your summer great. So if I can, I can give you a little heads up, just relax. It, it'll all come together from the smallest town like Sigourney to the largest towns on the route, which we've got a few of them. They're all going to be really fun this summer. So just, just let it happen. Would you say in this age of information that people are are more and more organized, they're more ahead of the game, and they're thirsting for those details that just aren't there yet well you know that didn't didn't happen (laughs) 10 years ago did it well we 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 get the messages relayed from our town saying well Mm -hmm. i don't understand you you got named a ragbride town two weeks ago what do you mean you don't have your campground (laughs) set up and it's like um uh, relax people you know their their things will come but it it takes a little bit of print planning process and they just don't drop everything once they're named Ragbright Town. So just, yeah. you know, eventually they're going to get to it. And when it's time after the lottery's done, all that kind of stuff, you know, if people want to go visit one of those towns and, and see where they're going to camp or anything like that, they're going to be ready for you. But until we get to that point, it's really tough to say, you know, they're, that they're ready to start answering all those kinds of questions. So 
Um, I, I do know a couple of them have, um, you know, just had a little fun excursion. One of the town, one of the smaller towns went out and, and caught a band this weekend. And I think that they're, they're set on their band. So, you know, it's just fun things like that, that these towns are starting to experience. So saying, mm-hmm. putting, putting themselves in, in your shoes and saying, will this be fun for the Ragbriars this summer? And some of those ideas are popping up and they're, they're into it. So, so just. You know, sit back and trust us. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun summer, and they are gonna be ready for you. Yeah, cool. No, I, I agree. So really, these these towns don't know until January twenty seventh. So there's been no 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 ability in the past month to really. I mean, this is all they've had to work on. Yeah. And, Someone plan a little yeah. bit, maybe figuring. Oh, you know, maybe we'll get it. But still, they're like, oh crap, we actually did get it. You know, it's like. Uh, what are we going to do now? Kind of deer in the headlights. So you know, no matter what, they're they're not prepared for it. They're not prepared for, you know, the thousand phone calls that come in over the weekend or the hotel's not ready for, you know, hey, can we book a room in your hotel? None of those towns are, are ready unless they just ha- happen to host it like a year or two. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Ragbri machine that rolls into into their their lives, um, I don't I don't know how you could prepare for that. But right. they deal with it. And, you know, we're there to help them. They're going to be ready. So just, again, give them time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it all ready. So. Okay. Cool. So you, you canceled uh, or, or postponed the, the day at the Hill. Anything else going on right now behind the scenes? What's what's up, Mark? You know we're we're really active active to uh, one of two things. There's a there's a bill in the legislature for our change lanes to pass, and we want one of two things to happen. Uh, there's a there's a high vis part of it uh, requiring uh, bicyclists to have 144 square inches of uh, high high vis material either on them or on their bike, um, and we want that either stripped out or or kill the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's tough. It's a lot of work to uh, to get this far and, and and have to ask for your bill to to not move forward. Um, but uh, that's going to be too much for us. Um, so we're uh, we're we're actively working and and uh, we've got uh, systems set in place and Facebook ads that we're taking out to try to get people to contact their legislators and and so it's easy to do if you just go to our website iowabicyclecoalition.org it's right on the front page if you're from Iowa uh, we want to make sure that you talk to your legislator it doesn't doesn't help us if you're from Michigan or New York or anything like that um, so if you're listening from out of state I apologize. There are advocacy issues in your state. I promise you, just mm-hmm. get involved. Uh, but if you're an Iowan, listen to this. You know, then now's the time to go to the Iowa Bicycle Coalition's website and uh, and send an email. That uh, it makes a big difference. Or if you can't do that, try to visit your legislator when they're back in their district on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, it's it's they want to hear from you, and, and those personal visits and those emails really do make a difference. And right now, we've had over 550 people in the past two days email their legislators. Um, so word is getting out about this. And, Very cool. And uh, people are taking action, and that's what we need. Very cool. Well, good. Well, we're, we're trying to get these things passed so we can make cycling safer in our area. And it's mm-hmm. not just rag rights. 
52 weeks a year. Um, a couple other things that, that come to mind that are coming up. I mean, if people want to start training for RAGBRAI, I know we, we've announced recently, obviously, the pigtails registration has opened up. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that thing is going strong. It looks like a fun event. What's, what's pigtails all about? You know, Pigtails is our women-specific event. Uh, where this happens in May, um, and this is uh, this is an event for women, and uh, runs on the Prairie Trail. Um, starts in in that district in Ankeny and runs up the High Trestle Trail um, over to Flat Tire Lounge. You can go over to the bridge, um, and then head back. So it's a it's a fifty I think what are we fifty two mile route mm-hmm. um, on May nineteenth. That one's going to be a blast. We've got uh, two hundred and thirty six people registered for that. Wow. Here's the interesting part: Bay Coon Ride. 244 people wow. registered for that. So just as many are coming on, wow. on pigtails as they are bacon. And in so case you don't know, cool. the Bacon Ride is the second largest event in our state. And so we've yeah. been having just smashing numbers on on the Bacon Ride. And uh, kind of neat news I've seen it's come across my desk. There's going to be some new art installations that will be open for this year's Bacon Ride over on the Raccoon River Valley Trail in Waukee. So if you haven't seen some of that stuff, I think there's a, um, oh, I'm not exactly sure what they call those um, pergolas or, or something. I don't I don't know what the heck they are, but they look really cool. And as we start our ride from Waukee for the Bacon ride and visit about 10 different communities, uh, cyclists are going to get to experience the new art installations at Waukee. And uh, I'm going to get it right. I'm going to figure out what the heck those things are called but they look really cool and they got some stripes on them they almost look like candy canes and i don't know have you seen those mark yeah don't they have a ribbon coming cutting coming up on those uh i think march trying to look through the date i think it's at the end of march and uh, we'll have to get back and report to that because that sounds like a fun event to get over get over to waukee and that's a it's just a neat community we've got good friends over there that are doing lots of fun stuff for cycling and obviously the the trail there but uh, boy, probably a good excuse to go over to Mickey's and um, you know maybe do a ribbon cutting and maybe maybe catch up with our, our friends Andy and Amy over at Mickey's that are big helpers as we put together the Bacon ride. Here it is, March twenty seventh, seven p.m. It looks yeah. like so that that should be fun. And time. what do they call those things? Do you have a. You, you see what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an arch, if you will. I don't know what they yeah. look cool, though. How's that? Yeah. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna want your photo in front of these these things. So we'll we'll yeah. we might have to get someone from from Waukee on the podcast to kind of you know give us an update of what's happening with those things. Yeah, cool. cool. Well, I think we've got uh, we got another morphology on this show, and then we've got a pair talk, and I think I think pair talk's going to be talking about handlebar tape. And uh, just hey. just got some some questions in from from listeners, and so if you do have a question, don't be don't be afraid to you know hit us up. I mean, we're we're always looking for for things to talk about on this podcast. We've been doing this, I think this is like episode fifty six or something like that. So so we've been at it a little while. We're we're never going to run out of ideas, but if there's something that we can talk about, don't be afraid to hit us up. All right. Well, let's let's get to the show. We got a got a full show ahead for you. So let's get to it and just go bike. Well, hello, just go bike podcast listeners. This is Kathy Murphy, aka Murph. 
Today, I'm hanging out with a classroom full of kids talking about bicycling. These kids range in age from five years old to nine years old, and they are part of the Passion Project at Keystone Elementary with Mrs. Redlinger. So first of all, I'd like to say thank you, Mrs. Redlinger, for inviting me. Thank you so much for coming. Sure. So I'm going to attempt to interview a few of these kids to find out what they like about bicycling. So let's start with Mrs. Redlinger. So hopefully you have a bicycle. I have five bicycles. Five bicycles. I do. Wow. Actually, I do too. But I was trying to act excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us about maybe one of the bicycles that you have. Well, my newest bicycle would be my fat bike. I know that that is all the rage right now, but I got it from my husband, and I got it for my 40th birthday, so I'm having a lot of fun with that this winter. Is that, what, is that what's right next to us here in the classroom? Yeah. Nice. It's a beautiful fat bike. Thank you. Yeah. So what do you think it means to be safe on your bike? Uh, to maybe take the proper precautions, know the laws, know the safety laws, be properly prepared with your helmet, your your uh, clothing and whatnot, but hopefully that's something that these kiddos can answer since we've been working really hard on those things every day for the past week and a half. Definitely. Well, I'll ask you one more question, then we'll go on to the next person. Uh, do you know any cool people that ride bikes? Well, I know you. <gasps> oh, yeah, I do ride a bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, good. Let's see who else is here that wants to uh, talk to us. Can you tell us your first name and how old you are? My name is Grace, and I'm six years old. Six years old. All right, Grace. Well, what kind of bicycle do you have? I don't know. What color is it? Purple. Purple. All right. And I, does it have training wheels on it? No. So you can ride a bike without training wheels. My uh, sister's still learning how to. So do you bike sometimes with your sister? Yeah. Awesome. Well, what do you think it means to be safe on your bicycle? Mm, wearing a helmet. Right. Anything else? Do you ride on the streets? Sometimes. Right. So what do you have to be careful for? Cars. Yeah. You definitely have to be careful for the cars. Um, where do you go when you ride your bike? To Grandma's or the high school in Van Horn. Oh. Is that a long ways? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Good. Well, what's your favorite part about riding a bicycle? That I get to spend time with my dad. Yeah. I'm sure that he likes that, too. Right. Well, do you know any cool people that ride bikes? My mom got a new bike for for her birthday. She did? Now, it was her birthday in the summertime or in the wintertime? Um, I don't really know. Was she able to get out and ride it yet? Well, we did it before kind of the winter. Yeah. But she needed her tires blowed up. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to ride your bike when it's super, super cold out or if there's snow. Unless you have a bike like Mrs. Redlinger's here, which looks like it could go in the snow, right? Well, thank you, Grace, for being on the podcast. Let's see who else we have here. Can you tell us your name and how old you are? My name's Riley, and I'm eight years old. Eight years old. And what kind of bicycle do you have? Well, I don't really know. Right. What color is it? Well, it's not really a color. It's like a Lightning McQueen bike. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I also have one at my grandma's house. That's a Spider-Man bike. And it can be rode indoors. Oh, how do you ride it indoors? Well, there's two wheels. and s- It's three wheels instead of two. So 
then I can like ride it whenever I want, and, oh. I'm, and I'm really good at riding it. That's very cool. So you have two bikes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. What do you think it means to be safe on your bike? Well, I think it means like you have to have helmets and reflective clothes. Definitely. So maybe bright clothes. That's very important. Do you know what reflective clothes are? Yeah. They're like bright clothes. Yeah, and so people can see you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, where do you go when you ride your bike? Eh, nowhere specific. I only ride it up and down the alley, so I, I just get more practice. Okay, that's great. Um, what's your favorite part about riding a bike? That you just sit back and enjoy the ride. Oh, definitely. That is true, true, true. Uh, do you know any cool people that ride bikes? Mm, yeah, all my friends usually ride bikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And Miss Redlinger. Yeah, she's got. she said she has five bikes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. And we've got somebody else over here that wants to talk. Can you tell us your name and how old you are? My name's Levi, and I'm five and a half. I like doing wheelies. And when I'm at the park, some of my friends come over. Oh, yeah? And what co- what color is your bike? Blue, and it has Power Rangers on it. Oh, nice. Nice. So what do you think it means to be safe on your bike? Wear a helmet, knee pads, and elbow pads. That sounds awesome. Uh, where do you go when you ride your bike? Like, by my garage and ride my bike on the road. Okay. And do you know any cool people that ride bikes? My friends do. That's awesome. You have lots of friends that ride bikes? Yeah. Good deal. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. And how about you? What's your name and how old are you? My name's Layla. Um, I'm six. And I, I think it's safe to um, always watch out because yep. to do... Um, to um, stop once you just see one. Right. And just get on the grass, get on the sidewalk um, once you see a car. Definitely. And where do you go when you ride your bike? Usually to the park. To the park? Very nice. And what's your favorite part about riding a bike? Um, that I get to go fast and, and get and 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 get some fresh air. Get some fresh air. That's nice. Yeah. Do you do wheelies? No. Yeah, me neither. I wish I could, but I don't know how to do wheelies. So do you know any cool people that ride bikes? My brother. Your brother? Awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you were on the podcast today. And we've got somebody else here that wants to talk. Can you tell us your first name and how old you are? Um, I'm Violet, and I'm s- seven and a half. Seven and a half. And do you have a bicycle? Yes. What does it look like? It, um, it's pink, and it has flowers on it. Ooh, I have a pink bike, too, but mine does not have flowers on it. Uh, what do you think it means to be safe on your bicycle? Um, wear a helmet. Right. And wear elbow pads and knee pads. Elbow pads and knee pads. And where do you go when you ride your bike? Um, I, um... Across 
road and stuff and I'd be careful. Definitely. Sometimes do you like go to the park or maybe to your grandma's house or something? No. No. So just on the, on the streets and you're real careful. Mm-hmm. Very good. What's your favorite part about riding a bike? Um, I like riding a bike when it's like summertime and I like to see all the houses by. Yeah, definitely. And do you know any cool people that ride a bike? Um, my papa does. He does? Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, thank you for being on the podcast and talking about bicycling. Why don't you tell me your name and how old you are? I'm Maddie, and I'm eight years old. Maddie, who's eight. And tell us a little bit about the bicycle that you ride. It's a black bike. No, it's a red bike, and it has, like, flames on it. Flames? Does that make you go faster? No. No. <laughs> um, what do you think it means to be safe on your bicycle? That you should wear like elbow pads, knee pads, and helmet. Okay. And do you do that? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Where do you go when you ride your bike? To the park and friend's house. Yeah. Excellent. And what's your favorite part about riding a bicycle? To be able to feel the wind. Yeah, that is a good feeling. Although today wouldn't be a good day since it's really, really, really cold. You didn't ride your bike to school today, did you? No. No, good, good. Well, do you know any cool people that ride bikes? Mrs. Radlinger. Yeah. I think she told us earlier she has lots of bikes, including the bike sitting here in the classroom, right? Mm-hmm. It has big, fat tires. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. All right. Well, what's your name and how old are you? My name is Emily and I'm... Seven and a half. Seven and a half. And do you have a bicycle? Yes. What does it look like? It's gray and yellow. Gray and yellow. Sounds really cool. Um, what do you think it means to be safe when you're on your bike? Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. Do you have a helmet? Yes. All right. Good deal. And where do you go when you ride your bike? I stay close home and I ride on the alley and I'll turn back. And I'll also go a little far and then turn back like going fast. Oh, okay. So you do like to go fast? Yeah. There was a kid here earlier named, I think his name was Levi, and he does wheelies. Do you do wheelies yet? No. No. But I do do a, know a cool trick, so I'll turn and then I'll stop the bike and it, and it kind of drifts. Oh, like the back tire does? Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Are you on the street or on the gravel? Street mostly. Oh. I don't go on gravel because it's not meant for gravel. Oh, okay. Well, what's your favorite part about riding a bike? Doing cool tricks. Mm-hmm. Do you have any examples of tricks you've done? Like, pretty much I've only done one, but it's when I turn and stop the brakes and, oh. and I do a drift. Okay, very nice. And uh, how about some cool people you know that ride their bike? Jackson. Jackson? Is that a friend? Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And what's your name and how old are you? I'm Addison and I'm eight years old. Eight years old. And do you have a bicycle? Uh-huh. What's it look like? Um, it's an outside auto bicycle. Okay. And do you ride it mm-hmm. in the summertime? Yes. All right. What do you think it means to be safe when you're on your bicycle? You need grips for on your hands so you mm-hmm. can get, you can hold on tight, and you need knee pads and arm 
um, planes and you need also a helmet. A helmet, yes. And where do you go when you ride your bike? On gravel. And do you go like to a park or go get ice cream or anything like that? No. No? Okay. Well, what's your favorite part about riding a bike? Um, my favorite part is riding a bike is um, that I get to see beautiful stuff. Like what? Like beautiful flowers and cool people. Definitely. I like riding my bike and seeing that too. Do you know any uh, people that ride bikes that you think are pretty cool? Um, Wagon. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. All right. Well, what's your name and how old are you? My name is Tanner. And how old are you? And I'm almost nine years old. Oh, nice. All right. Well, Tanner, what kind of bicycle do you have? I have, like, a trick bike. A trick bike? What does that mean? That means you can, like, do a whole bunch of tricks with it. Oh. Like, do you do wheelies or? Sometimes I do wheelies. You do, like, burnouts? Mm-hmm. The last guy said that he does drifts. Do you know what that is? Yeah, sometimes I like go down to my alley. I like go fast and go down to my alley, and then I like slam for brakes and then it turns. Whoa, that sounds pretty cool. I'd be scared if that happened on my bike. <laughs> well, where do you go when you ride your bike? Sometimes I go to my friends or I go to park. Okay, very good. And what's your favorite part about riding a bicycle? Probably doing tricks and yeah, stuff. Sounds like you're getting pretty good at it. All right. And who do you know out there that has a bicycle that's cool? Mm. Mrs. Redlinger. Yeah, she is pretty cool. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast. And what's your name and how old are you? I'm TJ and I'm eight years old. TJ, who's eight years old. And do you have a bicycle? Yes, I do. What's it look like? It's a blue and white trick bike. Oh, another trick bike. All right. What kind of tricks do you do? Um, I do, uh, we have this bump on our sidewalk that I'll go down and I'll hit the bump and then I'll come up and do wheelies. Ooh, wow. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, where do you go when you ride your bike? I normally go to the park or my friend's house. Okay. And what's your favorite part about riding a bike? Favorite part about riding a bike is being able to go wherever you want on it. Yeah, it's a little bit faster than walking too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know any cool people on a bike? Um, Larissa, Tanner, and Mr. Linger. All right. Three people. Good. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. All right. What's your name and how old are you? My name is Do and my name is Noah, and I'm eight and a half years old. Very good. And do you have a bicycle? Mm-hmm. What color is it? Um, John Deere. John Deere green? All right. And where do you ride your bike? Mm, down our um, lane on the gravel and at our campground. Oh, what's your favorite part about riding a bike? Um, you get to uh, see a bunch of stuff, and you can catch the ice cream truck. Oh, do you have do you have money with you so you can get something from the ice cream truck? Mm-mm. What? Oh no! Maybe someday you'll be able to do that. Yeah. Um. And what kind of cool people do you know that ride their bikes? Um. 
TJ, Tanner, um, TJ, Tanner, Mrs. Redlinger, and Tony. Excellent. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. And I think You're we welcome. have one more person that's going to be on our podcast. What's your name? Isabel. Isabel, how old are you, Isabel? Seven. Seven. And do you ride a bicycle? Yes. What color is it? Pink. Pink. I have a pink bike. I actually have more than one pink bike. I like pink ones. Yeah. So what's your favorite part about riding a bicycle? You can go, like, anywhere you want. Yeah. And what kind of places do you go? I go, like, just do a parking lot and then ride my bike around that. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Good. And who do you know that rides a bike? Um, Do you have friends? Do you have teachers anybody that rides a bike mrs redlinger yeah yeah good well i'm sure glad that you got to be on the podcast today thank you all right well hopefully everybody had some uh, good entertainment with uh these students who uh, talked to us about bike and bike safety and smelling fresh air and seeing flowers so um really appreciative of all the the kids here in the classroom that were able to talk to us and thank you so much mrs redlinger for allowing me to be here well thank you for coming out i thought it was kind of interesting i would have answered many of those questions the same way yeah fresh air hang out with my friends yeah things like that definitely so yeah. maybe maybe i would have had the same answers yeah. in kindergarten through third grade <laughs> and there were a couple kids that had more than one bike so i'm i hope that we still know them in 10 years and see if they're still into biking and have multiple bikes like we do wouldn't that be fun <laughs> Well, listeners, I leave you with this unwritten quote from the Book of Morphology. This quote comes from Jonah, who is age eight. What if the police lied, turned on the siren, but he was just going to get a taco for lunch? Think about it. Hello, everybody. This is AP, and this is Parrot Talk. Um, And let me tell you guys, I am flying high today. And the reason for that is I just got back from the Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival. I believe this year is number nine. But anyway, the post-concert was Smash Mouth. And you guys, I got to meet Smash Mouth. Um, Thank you to Brooks from Bacon Fest for hooking me up. Um, Basically, I just got to go back there and get my picture taken. And they were super nice. Um, And I I have to say, I've never been a huge Smash Mouth fan because mainly they remind me of my very first job ever when I was like 16 and I was working in a pet store cleaning up about 50 different kinds of animal turds um and the person who owned the pet store was would always play the radio and I heard uh rock star about 100 million thousand times um but anyway the concert was fun um and as they say all that glitters is gold so you know um that was awesome uh, if you want more details, shout out to me on Twitter, ragbri underscore Andrea, and we can talk about it. Um, so today, to get back to business, um, I got a question from someone named Preston on Twitter. I'm not going to give away Preston's whole handle. I'll probably be tweeting him after this. So, you know, you can find it there if you really care to. Um, but Preston wanted to know, um, first of all, thank you for the question. Um, he wanted to know more about bar tape. How often do you replace it? Um, You know, what kinds are there? Do you need to replace it if you're getting a new bike? Blah, 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 stuff like that. Um, Let's talk about it. 
first of all, there's about half a dozen different kinds of bar tape. Um, think about that before you buy your tape, obviously, or think about it on the spot like I do when you're looking at the wall of 100 different kinds of bar tape or different colors and varieties and thicknesses and all that. Um, and make a snap decision because, you know, that usually works out. Anyway, so the classic is leather bar tape. Um, it's usually perforated. Uh, a lot of retro people like it, you know, with their old school bikes. Um, but it's kind of heavy. I use leather bar tape, white leather bar tape on my old school Pinarello. It's that's pink and it kind of matches. It have a little scheme going on. Um, but I would not characterize that as my everyday rider. And I would not ride that on Ragbri just because... It's a little heavier and it will slow you down, um, but it's very comfortable. I have to tell you that once it gets worn in, very comfortable. Um, the next most, next most oldest. Okay. Anyway, so the next one on the list is cork bar tape. Um, natural cork is usually what kind of cork it is. It's been a long time favorite for comfort and moisture absorption off of your clammy hands, but it can be brittle. So it's not the best in terms of durability. Um, nowadays we have sometimes cork mixed with some kind of synthetic product. Um, and that does last a little bit longer and it is pretty comfy. I mean, it's like the natural gel padding. So, um, or unnatural if you get the synthetic mix, I guess. But anyway, so cork is a good option. And sometimes you have say leather layered over cork. So, you know, you can kind of get fancy with it. Um, nowadays the most common type of bar tape is synthetic bar tape where you have, it's either polyurethane, silicone, synthetic nylon, some other kind of plasticky material. Um, and it can either be a single layer or sometimes it's more like a sandwich where you have a foam or gel like inside, which is nice and cushy. Um, but for me, I don't like the cushier bars as much because I have smaller hands. Well, I have big hands for a woman, but not large hands for a, a man, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so... I like the smaller, more slim-lined handlebars so that it's easier for me to grip it. Um, but anyway, some people like it, especially if you want a more comfortable ride. It's cushier. Um, then you come, if you don't, if you're like me and you don't like it, you could also get low-profile tape, which is basically also synthetic, but it's thinner tape, gives you a more direct road feel. Um, a lot of racers choose this because it weighs almost nothing. Um so you can go for that. Then if you really like comfort, you can go for extra thick tape, which is for also useful if you're going to be riding on a lot of gravel or off-road or you need extra comfort. Um, it's not just for the hedonist in your life. I mean, although it could be. Um, it's super comfortable, but sometimes the cushier tape doesn't last as long because it's easier to get dented or torn or ripped or squished lit away you know we'll talk about that more later <clears throat> so anyway so you go through the materials either get something that appeals to you that feels good to you fits with the character of your bike or just get the same old thing that you had last time it's up to you you know this is one of your the parts of your bike that you can really customize by yourself for not very much money um, and you can install bar tape yourself um, you can have a bike shop do it and it'll look perfect and awesome. Um, but you can also look at a couple YouTube videos and figure out how to do this yourself. If I can do it, you can do it. Okay, so figure out the materials. Um, then you have to pick your color. Um, you know, there's just as many, obviously more colors than there are 
materials. Um, like I said, I had white leather for one of my bikes. My mountain bike doesn't really have bar tape, but my road bike, I switch up the color on my road bike is black, yellow, and red and orange. So I will rotate between those four colors. Um, I don't do yellow and orange as much because I feel like they'll get dirtier faster, but that's not really true because you can wash your handlebars off just like any other part of your bike. Uh, Matt Fippin will tell you about washing your bike. Um, anyway, also, you know, I had that white handlebar tape for my commuter bike. It didn't really get more dirty. My hands got dirty, but I just wiped off my handlebars with a little Lysol wipe and it was fine. So I think that's more of a myth than a reality. Um, right now my road bike is, has black handlebar tape, which is like kind of in stealth mode. Um, don't worry, my bike is still extremely visible, but, um, yeah, so the handlebars are in stealth mode, got black pedals, black seat, you know, kind of on that vibe right now. Um, but the point is that you can change it. Um, the thickness of your tape, that's up to you. Like I said, I prefer a thinner tape just because I like the road feel, but you can go anywhere from about one and a half millimeters to two and a half millimeters thickness on your bar handle. Um, again, that's just a personal preference thing and also depends on the type of riding that you plan on doing. I ride mostly on roads and trails, paved roads and trails. So it doesn't matter to me if I get a little bit of feedback through the handlebars. If I was riding on all gravel or doing cycle cross, I might have a different opinion and want cushier tape. Um, so that's the basics of what what kind of is out there, what you might want to buy for your handlebars. Um, as far as application, I'm not going to go too far into that because the really the best way to do it is either have a bike shop do it for you or watch a couple YouTube videos. Usually it involves um, a strip of adhesive on the back of the handlebar tape that will kind of keep it in place. Now it's not really like super glue strong. So you, you're, if you mess up, you can kind of go back and like fix it again. Um, or there's no adhesive on the back of it and it's all down to the tape on the start and the end of the strip of tape. Start in the end of the bar wrap. So, you know, it kind of depends on how much you really think your bar tapes are going to come off. How long does a bar tape last? It really depends on A, how much you ride and B, your style of riding. Um, if you ride a lot, you're going to need to replace it more. Um, if you really hold on to that handlebar, um, it can slide around, it can slide off um, more easily. Or if you have your seat misadjusted or your handlebars misadjusted and a lot of your weight is pushing down onto those handlebars, then obviously you're going to be more likely to need to replace your handlebars tape sooner. Um, and, you know, sometimes it does start to get a little bit off color, even if you wash it um, and a little grimy. It depends on how perfect you like your bike to look. Um, for me, I end up replacing my handlebar tape about once a year just because, well, the main reason I lose, I have to replace bar tape is because the little bar ends pop out, the little plugs that you put in the end of your handlebars. I am continually losing one of those stupid little plugs and, you know, who knows where they could be on that road you're riding. So, and yes, I'm aware that you can just buy plugs separately and you don't have to buy the handlebar tape, but it's a nice excuse to just change it out. You know, um, again, that's also similar to the point of should you get new handlebar tape when you uh, buy a used bike? I would, because why not? Unless you really, really love the handlebar tape that's already on there, just do something. It'll 
it's fairly inexpensive. Do something nice to spruce up your new bike and make it a little bit more your own. Um, I wouldn't say that you have to by any means, depending on the quality of the tape. Obviously, if the handlebar tape um, is grimy, torn, peeling, smells bad, replace that immediately or as soon as possible. Um, I wouldn't wait around, especially on a smelly bike. I'm telling you, there's not a lot they can smell on a bike, but handlebar tape, especially the um, leather or cork, that can get a funk to it. So, um, you know, that's the main, I think that might cover about all that I was planning on saying about handlebar tape. Um, you know, if you have that Gorilla Grip, it it could happen that you need to, ta- you know, replace it more often than other times. Um, but again, for me, it's only about once a year. And some of that's just personal preference because I like to have fresh tape and it's fun to mix up what your bike looks like a little bit. Um, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask about handlebar tape or if you want to go more in depth into it, you know, let me know on Twitter, ragbri underscore Andrea. Or you can reach out to us on any of our social media sites, which would be Just Go Bike at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Or you could send us an email at JustGoBikePodcast at gmail.com. Um, we've been getting a couple more emails to that inbox recently, so I do solemnly swear to continue to actually check that on a more regular basis. Um, so, you know, reach out, get a hold of me. Um, I would love to hear your questions about cycling, um, bike culture, um, what's your favorite kind of pie? What kind of birds do you like? Um, what do you think about Smash Mouth? Are you a rock star? Um, did you get your game on? Um, squawk at you later. All right, we've come to the end of another edition of the Jisco Bike Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in each and every week. And, you know, this podcast could not be possible without great support from our sponsors. And who are those sponsors, Mark? We've got Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Now an official Ragbri host. Um, We've got Bikes to You, one of the best bike shops in a Ragbri charter over in Grinnell, Iowa. And Primalware, if you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, and accessories, Primalware is your destination. You can find our show notes at JustGoBike.net. What do you want to talk about? Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at JustGoBike. Be sure to subscribe and join us next week for more. All right. I appreciate that, Mark. So I'm going to leave you with a little quote, and it comes from a a cycling journalist by the name of Scott Martin. And uh, it's kind of the antithesis and head-on of what we're talking about on this podcast. It says, it doesn't matter if you're sprinting for an Olympic gold medal, a town sign, a trailhead, or the rest stop with the homemade brownies. If you never confront pain, you're missing the essence of the sport. And, And I'm going to put a twist on that. If you don't sprint and you miss the last piece of pie that's rhubarb, that's the only pain you should be experiencing on your bicycle. So anytime you're out there riding, it's pleasure. You don't need right. to experience pain. But again, you know, they get that last beer that you wanted and the keg goes dry. That brownie is taken before you get to it or that crucial piece of pie is taken by that rider that happened to pull in before you. That is pain in a different way. So just get out there and bike and you'll enjoy it. You bet. Just go bike.
Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.